Welcome to episode 3 of the Praise PlayStation Podcast. I am your host, Nicholas Ryan. Today is Wednesday, September 13th, 2017. Welcome! What y'all been playing, guys? I've been picking away some more at Destiny 2. I think this might be the first time I've uh, played an online game like this and the launch hasn't been absolute crap. I've, I've had one disconnect so far, so over the last week I've played quite a bit and only one disconnect that's really good i mean the first destiny launched with a lot of issues tons of disconnects server problems all that stuff i mean almost every online game that comes out has some sort of issues at the start so kudos to bungie for uh, keeping things going apparently bungie released some numbers that uh, 1.2 million concurrent players have been playing destiny 2 now that's on both uh, xbox one and ps4 at the same time but some impressive numbers for sure Obviously, a game like this lives and dies on its player base, so that's great to hear. I've heard some stuff online, uh, people on the PS4 Pro having lots of crashes and issues and such. Uh, none for me, I do actually play on the PS4 Pro, and I've had zero issues. And it's a great looking game too, no Horizon Zero Dawn, that's for sure, but still a very good looking game. It's got a great art style, lots of particle effects, runs rock solid on the PS4 Pro, 30 frames per second, but a rock solid 30 frames per second. I'm enjoying it a lot for sure. I mean, the story's not going to win any awards or anything, but there actually is a real story this time, and it is uh, it is still going. It's not something that falls off after the intro, so I'm happy with that for sure. Uh, the missions have way better pacing than the first game. I know I talked about that a bit last week, but I, I can't emphasize that enough. It'll be interesting to see how the end game holds up when I get there, but I, I'm not quite there yet. Tried a bit of the PvP stuff. Uh, they switched it to four on four this time, so I'm not really sure how I how I feel about that. It's uh, obviously a little less action packed going from six v six versus four v four, but it feels like they're trying to make more of a competitive edge to it. Maybe push for an esports kind of thing. Um, the maps seem kind of smaller, more symmetrical, but kind of give you better angles and flanking opportunities and such. So it's I'm a little on the fence whether the lower player count's a good idea or not, but I am still thoroughly enjoying myself. But I'm sure you guys have heard more than enough about Destiny 2 uh, the last week here, so we'll move on. Have some interesting announcements in the news this week. LA Noir Remaster has been announced. Uh, this comes from IGN. Releasing November 14th, this includes the full game plus all its DLC, as well as, quote, a range of technical enhancements for greater visual fidelity and authenticity, including enhanced lighting and clouds, new cinematic camera angles, high-resolution textures, and more, end quote. So this will be 1080p on the PS4 and do 4K on the PS4 Pro. For those of you that didn't play the original L.A. Noir on PS3, it was a cool detective game with some light action elements, some shootouts, car chases, um, I had some excellent, probably the best ever facial a animation that you use. You'll sit in your investigations and your interviews and kind of re review your notes and the characters will talk to you and you sit and because the facial animation is so good, you sit and you watch and you determine whether they're lying or not based on how their face is animating and such. It's pretty cool stuff for sure. 
the Metacritic on the game originally, it was at 89 on PS3, so it was very well received. This was made by uh, Team Bondi and published by Rockstar Games. Apparently this is the week of remasters. Capcom has announced uh, on December 12th, Okami HD will come out for $19.99. will support 4K on the PS4 Pro. can actually change back to a 4-3 ratio for those who enjoyed it. It's original format. So originally this game was on PS2, came out in 2006. It was re-released in HD on the PS3 in 2012. So Okami is an excellent Zelda-like action-adventure where you play as a sun god wolf. Yes, you read that right. It had a, a wonderful uh, watercolor kind of painting art style. It was uh, pretty excellent. Tons of charm. Uh, the Metacritic on this was 93 originally. So again, very, very well received. And I, I'd love to play it again. I'm super excited for this. Bethesda, makers of the Elder Scrolls and Fallout, has announced that they have another unannounced game for release in 2017. Speaking to Tech Syndicate and reported by VG247, Bethesda's VP of Marketing Pete Hines explained, quote, We have a ton of stuff going on, and we have a game coming out this year that we haven't even told anyone about yet. They can wait, it won't be so long, end quote. Now obviously this has put the internet into a frenzy trying to figure out what this game is. Obviously we all wish it would be the Elder Scrolls 6, but I can't see them just uh, dropping that one on us without any marketing. Although... Fallout 4 was actually announced only six months before it released, so maybe they're they're going to try and shorten that window and do the same thing again, but uh, I just don't see it being likely, guys, unfortunately. This could very well be a mobile game or something along the lines of that, so uh, hopefully we'll find out soon enough. There's not that much time left in 2017. Pretty quiet week when it comes to game releases. Uh, my pick of the week this week is Ease 8. So the Ease series has been around for a very, very long time. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, there are action RPGs. There's been quite a few on the PSP and one on the Vita as well. This one's actually coming out on the PS4 and Vita. Uh, from the PlayStation blog drop, quote, The ever-adventurous Aldo Christian continues his long journey next week with a new chapter in the beloved RPG series, Ease 8. Lasermosa of Dana launches September 12th on PS4 and PS Vita. The latest in a series of action RPGs, Ease 8, once again follows Adol in a new self-contained story on a cursed island. Guide Adol and his allies in fast-paced battles and perilous quests to unravel the riddle of the island and divine the truth behind the mysterious maiden known as Dana. So the Ease games haven't been super popular games, but they've always been very good action RPGs. Uh, emphasis on fast combat, lots of dodging, huge bosses, and uh, some excellent music. Um, I think you guys should definitely check it out if you're into the JRPG thing. Uh, Ease 8, this version, sitting at an 84 right now on Metacritic, so it's doing quite well. I think it's worth a look for those of you who like JRPGs. Also out this week, if you guys are football and or soccer fans, depending where you live, is uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018. Uh, kind of the red-headed stepchild to the FIFA series. I've always really enjoyed the Pro Evolution Soccer games. I think they're, uh, I think they actually have better gameplay than FIFA. This is obviously very hotly contested in the gaming world. Which one is better? FIFA obviously has uh, the better production values and budget and licensing and such, but the Pro Evolution games play play very very well and fluid. And uh, kind of the last game Konami's really got going for them right now. 
I'd say if you are a soccer game fan, you probably already know what side of the fence you fit on. But if you've never tried Pro Evolution Soccer and have only played FIFA, you should should give it a shot for sure. So that's it for my picks of the week. Uh, Ease 8, I think I might pick that one up on the Vita, actually. Uh, always love to have some sort of big RPGs to play around on my Vita. It hasn't been getting much love lately, so might have to go that route. Coming into the fall now, so it's super exciting for us gamers. This is when all the big releases kind of happen. We'll have a, definitely a lot of good stuff to talk about in the weeks to come here. So not with just one, but two uh, remasters being announced this week. I thought I'd take a look at remakes and remasters as our topic of the show. I always love to hear what people think about remasters because it's always so like hotly contested. Myself, I kind of feel like as with anything, you have your good ones and your bad ones. A uh, really good example of the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy that came out this summer. Uh, so this was a PS1 game. So I mean, what, 20 years ago the original Crash games came out? So clearly the longer it's been, I feel like the more uh, the more reason you have to remaster or remake games like this in this case. Uh, looking at the sales numbers here, according to VG Charts... Uh, the Crash Insane Trilogy has actually sold uh, 1.78 million copies as of uh, the end of July. So obviously there was a market for this. And I think they did a great job with it. I think it's a perfect example of a remake done right. Where uh, the graphics are completely redressed up. It's not just a simple port job or upscaling or something like that. And uh, they add in some nice modern conveniences to make the game more palatable today. I mean, really, three full games at a reduced price. This is a, it's great bang for your buck for some great games. What more can you ask for, really? Actually, there's been rumors with uh, this game selling as well as it did that uh, Activision's looking at redoing Spyro as well, uh, the original Spyro games. They were made by Insomniac back in the day, so hopefully they do those as well because I'd love to revisit those too. They get the same kind of loving treatment that Crash did here. I think another scenario where remasters are actually warranted would be uh, when they kind of push the limits of their uh, original game hardware. So a good example of this would be, say, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, which originally launched it towards the end of the PS2 era. There was a beautiful game, a really well done game, but on the PS2 it ran at 20 frames per second. It just uh, The power wasn't there to really do the game justice. So they, they re actually did re-release that one along with Ico on the PS3, and it, it held up very well there. And actually, they've announced that uh, Shadow of the Colossus is coming completely remade on the PS4 as well. So looking forward to seeing it again. Three releases seems like a little, a little bit much, but uh, this is one of the greatest games of all times here, so I'm all for it. Another really good example of a game with a similar uh, scenario would be The Last of Us that launched on the PS3 by Naughty Dog. I'm not saying that it ran necessarily poorly on the PS3, but it didn't run great. Um, so to, did it, when they carried it over to the PS4 and bumped it up to a proper 1080p and 60 frames per second if you had it in the right mode and then redressed it up again for the PS4 Pro. Again, this is one of the greatest games of all time, so to be able to play it in a, a much better performing manner is, is worth it in my mind. Sony's kind of in an interesting spot this generation, being that they are outselling the Xbox by so much. There's a lot of people that would have clearly came 
from the Xbox 360 over to the PS4, so by re-releasing some of their greatest games on PS2, PS3, they can market these games to a bunch of people that never really played them before. The Nathan Drake uh, Uncharted trilogy is a perfect example of this, where they take uh, some of the best games on PS3, redress them up, and use it kind of as a marketing tactic for when Uncharted 4 was coming out. People that never had uh, PS3 can now play these great games that they never got to get them interested in Uncharted 4. And uh, the real big fans ahead on PS3 will probably pick it up on the PS4 anyways. I really wish EA uh, would have taken time to redo the Mass Effect trilogy. I think that would have been another great example of actually both of the points I I spoke about earlier where you can use it as marketing for Andromeda that came out and didn't necessarily do so well. But that aside, use it as marketing for the new game as well as the PS3 versions of Mass Effect didn't run very well either. So it'd be great to have those with all the DLC all together running at 60 frames per second. Unfortunately, that one doesn't ever seem like it's coming. And now that Andromeda's come and gone, I feel like they've missed their window there a bit. So, so far, I've only really spoken about positive remasters and remakes that have done a good job bringing something new to the table or releasing at a a cheaper price point or something of the like. Um, Obviously, they're not all good. I think a really good example of this would be the the prototype and prototype 2, essentially ports that came over onto the PS4 and Xbox One this year. There's essentially zero graphical upgrades made to this. They still didn't run at 60 frames per second. Really, all they did is bump up the resolution from whatever they ran at 720p, we'll say, up to 1080p. They still run kind of shitty. They more or less just took a port of the PC version of the game and brought it over to the consoles. I think with uh, having our new consoles being based on uh, much more PC-like architecture, we're going to get more and more of this where we get... PC games just being brought over which is both good and bad but in the context of a remaster of prototype games that weren't necessarily that good to begin with there really isn't any reason for the developers to bring this over other than a a cash grab essentially so if I were to make like a what I believe would be the perfect list to constitute a remaster I would say you either have to have a group of games maybe a trilogy of games from a previous generation the older it comes from i feel like the fresher it'll actually be today as long as you can add in some kind of modern conveniences that we're all used to like autosave more reliable checkpoints that kind of stuff we've all kind of gone a little soft that way there's got to be some sort of worthwhile graphical upgrade or in the place of that Um, a proper upscaling and increase in frame rate. If you can't deliver uh, improved graphics, you should at least be able to hit 1080p and 60 frames per second if you're coming from older consoles. Uh, Going from 30 frames per second to 60 frames per second on the Uncharted trilogy is, it really makes a big difference to the fluidity of the games. And I think uh, Bluepoint, who did, uh, did that remaster, did an excellent job. If you're simply porting over a game without any real improvements, then I I just see it as a kind of a shameless cash grab, which is essentially what it is, really. I think I'm actually a little more lenient towards uh, remasters than a lot of people are. The way I kind of see it is a good game is a good game, and if it's a really good game and you can make it worthwhile to play for me again, I definitely will. I'll put the money down for something like that. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this one. I feel like this is always a good one to talk about because there's 
you get such varying opinions on it. So actually, a question for you guys. If you could have any game or series remastered, what would it be? You guys can send in your answers along with any other questions you have to praiseplaystation at gmail.com. Please send some stuff in. I'll read it out on next week's show. Thank you all for watching. I hope you all have a good week. Cheers. Both the intro and outro to the Praise PlayStation podcast are from the song Hole by Chime and Adam Tell. Music provided by No Copyright Sounds.